Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, warmer days remind us of fond summer memories. Now you can make those moments year-round with a Michael Phelps swim spa by our friends at Master Spas, and that combines the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool. Now Master Spas technology is incredible with LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful water jets installed in just one day. You're going to love it. Proudly made in America. Use the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. That's masterspas.com for up to $1,000 off. You can exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, masterspas.com. All right, news roundup, information overload hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. One of the things that we better start paying very close attention to is the are the tactics that are used to intimidate not just individuals, but really a, an entire political movement. You know, if you look at, for example, the treatment of Paul Manafort, for example, Paul Manafort was being charged with tax violations and, and a FARA violation, for crying out loud. Um, we consider those things often to be process crimes. Pre-dawn raid, guns drawn, uh, no knock, uh, boom, in your house, early in the morning, guns in your face, guns in your, your wife's face. That's what they did to Paul Manafort. It's a means of intimidating. Then, of course, they put him in solitary confinement for, you know, long periods of time, a time uh, hoping that he would break and tell them what they wanted to hear. And then he would be offered something of great value, something called freedom in exchange for that. He chronicles it in his new book. If you have not gotten this book, it just it's out next week. You can get a first edition copy at Amazon.com, Hannity.com. He tells his story. And then there was the raid with Roger Stone, who's going to join us here in a second. Roger Stone, what was he found guilty of? Obstruction of justice, false statements, witness tampering, and they wanted him to spend the rest of his life in jail and die in jail. But it's the same scenario. You've got, you got all these guys, 30 guys plus, with guns drawn, pre-dawn raid, frogmen in the back of his house. I guess he has water in the back of his house. And lo and behold, 5.30, 6 in the morning, whatever time it was, they, they just happened to have CNN cameras there to capture all of it on videotape. Here's some of the audio from that. Exclusive footage you're looking at right now from CNN as the FBI arrives at Roger Stone's residence in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, taking him into custody. We understand he will be arraigned in Fort Lauderdale later this morning, indicted on seven counts, one count of obstruction, five counts of making false statements, one count of witness tampering. 
Again, they arrived before dawn there, before 6 a.m. or just after 6 a.m. A dozen officers were told. The FBI agent shouted, FBI warrant. Uh, and you can see it all play out right here. This is just remarkable. It's just remarkable to watch, you know, what they call. Okay, that's an FBI, open the door. And now they're about to say another warning. FBI warrant. Uh, this is called, you know, the the grab shot uh, in the vernacular, and it is remarkable to watch this all unfold. You can see Roger Stone right Roger there, Stone. a little bit behind that door. And yes, you know, standard operating procedure for the FBI to show up heavily armed in riot gear like this. Um, but they didn't do this for other people connected in the investigation. So it is remarkable that they did this without warning, without any indication to Stone's lawyers beforehand that this would happen. We don't know also if they executed a search warrant on that. I CNN cameras were tipped off to this pre-dawn raid with guns drawn, frogmen in the backyard, and we're talking about process crimes. Now, why did that happen? Who tipped off the uh, who tipped off CNN? They just happened to be by Roger Stone's house at 5:45 in the morning one morning, just a coincidence that they got the tape or were they tipped off? because they wanted the video out there to intimidate other people. Roger Stone lived through it, and and but for the pardon of Donald Trump, I think he probably very likely would have died in jail, just like Paul Manafort would have died in jail. I mentioned Paul's new book, Political Prisoner. Uh, we had him on yesterday. I mean, to, to hear his story should shock the conscience of this nation. And this story of Roger Stone is the same thing. He joins us now. Roger, how are you? Sean, great to be with you. Look, I have no real knowledge about any of the charges that were brought against you. That, to me, isn't even that. that that's not what this discussion is about. If you want to address it, feel free. The no, question really is I, the I really tactics. Think I, need, I really think I need to, Sean. Let's be very clear. You go right ahead. With, I was charged with lying to Congress about Russian collusion that we now know didn't actually happen. Almost two years after I was pardoned, the Justice Department at midnight on Election Day 2020 released the last remaining redacted sections of Robert Mueller's secret report in which he admitted that he found no evidence whatsoever against me regarding Russian collusion, collaboration with WikiLeaks, uh, or uh, any involvement in the phishing and publication of John Podesta's emails. So the charges against me were fabricated to pressure me into testifying falsely against President Donald Trump. They wanted me to be an article of impeachment. Uh, and you're right. At, at 6 o'clock in the morning, 29 heavily armed FBI agents in full SWAT gear, every one of them brandishing fully automatic M4 assault weapons, surround my home, storm my home to take me into custody. The special counsel's office had actually talked to my lawyers the day before. All they had to do was say, your client's being charged, tell him to turn himself in. And I would have. But uh, here's the important thing people need to know. I was arrested at 6.06. At 6.11, a correspondent, Sarah Murray, with CNN, contacts my lawyer by text to tell him I have been arrested. He doesn't even know. At 6.11, she sends him a copy of my sealed indictment, which was not unsealed by a federal magistrate until 10.30 that morning. How does CNN have my indictment at 6.11? I'll tell you how. 
There are no court markings or timestamps on the indictment, but when you go to the metadata tag, you find the initials of the man who wrote it, Andrew Weissman. The leaking of a, of a search warrant, an arrest warrant, before it's been served is a felony. But the judge in my case could care less, and of course Mr. Weissman will never face any charges. It's all about intimidation. So I brought this up with Bill O'Reilly earlier in the program today, and, and I think you know me well enough to know that I'm a strong supporter of law enforcement. My family, I, the two guys that made it to the FBI, my extended family, were deity when I was growing up. I had many you know, relatives, distant relatives, that were all members of the NYPD. My mom was a prison guard. My dad was a family court probation officer. And so I have a deep, it's, it's, it's in my DNA, Roger, that I respect and love the, the law enforcement. And as somebody that has been so supportive and outspoken all these, what, 35 years on radio and 26-plus years on Fox News, supportive of law enforcement, after all these witch hunts, all these political persecutions, including your case and the treatment of your case for a process crime, or Paul Manafort, or in the case now of Donald Trump, um, I and based on the Russian hoax, and not one person was held accountable for lying to a FISA court, not one person was held accountable for, for the three years of outright lies they were telling the American people, I believe, unfortunately, the upper echelon, especially of our Justice Department and our F FBI, their reputation is in tatters, rightly so. And I no longer can support uh, these organizations until they bring real reform to these organizations, these institutions. Roger, how could any American trust this? No, the, the double, the two-tier justice system is extraordinary. Hillary Clinton uses bleach to destroy a hard drive that includes classified documents. She destroys multiple cell phones. The FBI investigates her. No charges are brought. Hunter By, Biden, by the way, Roger, where was the, where was the pre-dawn raid at her house? Precisely. Where's the pre-dawn raid at Hunter Biden's house? We know there are, are crimes on that laptop. Christopher Ray's had it for almost two years. No, that's where I was about to go. So he's taken in tens of millions of dollars from Russia, from China, from U.S. companies are being harassed by the Department of Justice in a civil suit over our 2006 income taxes. I'm up to date in all my taxes other than that one year. Between penalties and interest, they now say I owe the IRS $2 million. 70% of that, Sean, is penalties and interest, and they won't negotiate any break in that simply because I'm Roger Stone. If I was just an average citizen, I could negotiate a payment plan they say Stone won't pay his taxes. Sean, I paid $19,000 a month for seven years straight without ever missing a payment or being late on a payment until Robert Mueller bankrupted me. Then they sue you because you can't pay after they destroy your ability to make a living. I lost my car, my house, my savings, my insurance. As you know, my wife uh, was diagnosed with stage four cancer, and thanks to the healing power of Jesus Christ, she's in perfect health today. She's cancer-free. No, God I feel for that. blessed. I feel blessed because Donald Trump had the courage and the strength in an election year to see that I was a victim of a political hit job. I didn't break the law. I made misstatements under oath to the Congress, but none of them were material. None of them were relevant. There was no underlying crime 
to hide. There was no Russian collusion. There was no WikiLeaks collaboration. It was all about pressuring me to turn on Trump, which I refused to do. Which, by the way, is the exact same story that Paul Manafort tells in his book. I know you're friends with Paul. Have you, I, I got a copy of the book. I couldn't put it down. Uh, the book is terrific. Uh, my own book will come out this Christmas. It's called Roger Stone Did Nothing Wrong, My Political Persecution and the Loss of the 2020 Election. It's a very similar tale to Paul Manafort. It's a little different, but Paul's book is terrific. And I was glad to see him on your show last night. I thought he looked great. Let's talk a little bit about what happened at Mar-a-Lago this week. Your thoughts. Absolutely outrageous. Uh, the, the story in the New York Post by uh, Andy McCarthy is completely incorrect. I've spoken to someone who's actually seen uh, the subpoena. Uh, this does regard documents. Uh, but if, the, if there's a dispute between the federal government and Donald Trump over the disposition and ownership of documents, then why wouldn't you bring that case in court? file a case to get the documents back. Uh, I understand the feeling of violation that Donald uh, and Melania Trump feel right now. They were in my house for 13 hours. They destroyed the place. They, t they pulled out every drawer, dumped it on the floor. They took out all my wife's clothes, threw them on the floor. They took out every book in the bookshelves, threw it on the floor. If there was a picture hanging on the wall, Sean, they, cut, they punched out the frame to make sure you weren't hiding something inside the picture frame picture of my mother they destroyed i mean it, it, it is and i found nothing by the way in the search of my home in the search of my office in the search of my apartment in new york that i had at the time which of course i no longer have they found no evidence whatsoever against me but they made a shambles to those places they destroyed them and then they just leave them as they were my wife was forced to sit in the corner for 13 hours not allowed to touch her cell phone while they destroyed our home Simply because of the intimidation, they could find no evidence against let me. The let me ask solution. you this: So, I would assume over the years, and you're in politics, that that you were probably a pretty well-off guy financially. Is that a fair assumption? You don't have to give details. Well, I mean, I was today. Uh, you know, I'm living month to month. It's very hard when you're canceled. Uh, you know, I I once had a million followers on Twitter. Today, I'm banned. I once had 3.5 million followers on Facebook. Today, I am banned. I once had 112,000 followers on Instagram. Today, I'm banned. So it's very hard to sell my books uh, or for people to see my podcasts. Uh, they make it very difficult. We are, we are slowly recovering. Uh, but, yeah, I was doing pretty good, and that's why I was able to pay down my tax debt on a regular basis. Uh, but today, no, I, we struggle month to month. There is not a month in which, because of the lawfare by the left, my wife and I still had 11 totally baseless, fraudulent, uh, unsubstantiated civil suits against us filed by Democrats, liberals, crackpots, nutjobs. Oh, wait a minute, I'm being redundant. Uh, that's called lawfare. They drag your name through the mud. They make you pay huge legal fees. Between our monthly legal fees our very modest living expenses, and my wife's uninsured medical bills, there is not a month that goes by in which our bills are not greater than the amount of money that we make. It's it's it's, it's, it's an unbelievable story. Uh, Roger Stone, thanks for being with us. We will have you on when your book comes out. We look forward to it, and we really appreciate your time. Thank you. Sean, many, many thanks, and God bless you. 
God bless you and your wife as well. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Liberal media screaming, Donald Trump once said that there's no reason to plead the fifth unless you're guilty. Why would Donald Trump? Now, now imagine somebody runs for attorney general and they run on a promise to go after one individual and and use the power of the office of attorney general to go after that individual and then follows up on that campaign promise. Well, Donald Trump had to answer questions from Letitia James. Now, this is a civil case. This isn't a criminal case. And decided, you know what? I'm not giving any answers to somebody that has such an obvious bias against me. Anyway, here's some of the attacks that she and things she said in the lead up to being elected attorney general in New York. He built his wealth off the backs of New Yorkers. We need to focus on Donald Trump and his abuses. We need to follow his money. We need to find out where he's laundered money. All of those transactions have happened here in New York City. Tell this president and every other individual that no one is above the law. Running for attorney general because I will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president when our fundamental rights are at stake. A legal system where even the most powerful in the country cannot use a loophole to evade justice. We must do our job to ensure that the man currently occupying the Oval Office is held accountable to any and everything he has done. I mean, if that was your name and it was uttered by an attorney general and then the person, a candidate, and then the person becomes attorney general and they follow through and they, they've they got a target on your back the whole time, which is not their job. Um, how would you feel? How would you respond? Maybe we should ask ended. Lois Lerner, Sean, because then Lois Lerner played the fifth. Pretty sure she did, right? Oh, come on. Every, almost everybody does. But I'm just saying, like, nobody seemed so outraged then. By the way, it is your constitutional right to do so. It is your constitutional right. And it's also Letitia James's job to be protecting New Yorkers during a rampant crime series for the last two years underneath liberal policies. Which is not but- happening. That's correct. So and, and that would Adam be, Schiff. I think, a, a top priority over over this nonsense. But, you know, what, what, what do we know? We just, you know, have I to. I tell you what, he looked great, though, coming out, waving at the people, kept it moving, always strong. I mean, I, I got to give it to him. The man is under a lot of pressure. Yeah, more, well, it's been that way since he came down the escalator. It's the truth. It's been that way since he came. You know, people sometimes ask me, well, Hannity, you know, I love his policies, but man, he's fighting all the time. Why do you think he's fighting all the time? Do you think if, if you're accused falsely of collaborating colluding with vladimir putin and russia and it was 24 7 for years and years and and you constantly have to defend yourself against lie after lie after lie and then they just move on to the next lie the next conspiracy there was no quid pro quo on that phone call with ukraine the only quid pro quo is joe bragging on tape that he withheld a billion of your taxpayer dollars to get a prosecutor in Ukraine fired, they only had six hours to make the decision, or they're not getting the money. Uh, the prosecutor, turns out, was the guy that was investigating his son, Hunter, who was making millions and millions of dollars uh, for a no-experience job. Those and th- The worst interview a 50-year-old ever had. Do you, do you know anything about energy, oil, gas, coal, anything about the energy industry? Nope. 
What were your qualifications to be on the board of Burisma? Well, I was vice chairman of the board of Amtrak for five years. I was the chairman of the board of the UN World Food Program. I was a lawyer for Boyce Schiller Flexner, one of the most prestigious law firms in the world. Why do you think you're being paid millions? I don't know. He actually said that. I don't know. You think maybe it's because of your father? Hmm. Yeah, probably. Like, but but can we put that aside for one second? Like, I got to say, I don't know about you, but listening to that tape again of them raiding Roger Stone's house. And, and again, if it was, you know, anybody, if it was Lois Lerner or Eric Holder or Loretta Lynch or whomever, like from the left, right? And they were, for whatever reason, having their home raided. I think it's really sick. The pleasure and sort of this, um, almost like if they're watching a TV show or a movie, you know, of listening to these CNN anchors, like, this is just unbelievable, watching this unfold. I'm like, you guys got a hat tip from somebody on the inside who didn't respect his privacy. How would you feel if that happened to you? It's it, They're like taking joy out of it. It was a horrible moment. And the guy didn't do anything, whether you like Roger Stone or you don't like him. They had to drop everything against him and say, yeah, we have no proof of anything. He didn't do anything. Just like they did with $40 million of American taxpayer dollars with Russia collusion. No, there's nothing there. Just like they had to admit that they illegally surveyed uh, Carter Page. Nothing there. I mean, how many more times? But they never correct the record. I don't know about you, but I'm starting to get really irritated by the whole thing. I'm so way beyond irritated (sighs) and frustrated. You know, um, and I'll be honest. I just feel that the country is in a significant, deep, almost like a, a downward spiral and decline. Sean, uh, how many text messages did you get? How many What's text that? messages? How many text messages and calls did you get when this when all this stuff went down the other night? Oh my gosh. I was like, right? oh my Yep. Did you get text messages and calls from people you haven't talked to in how long? It just never it never stopped. And let me it ask was you ding, something. Ding 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 ding. It got to the how? point there was so much dinging. I was doing right. my trying to do my workout. And you can't. And Sensei goes, We shut the phone off. This is yeah. my time, my dojo. That's it's hard. What he said to me. But it's hard. I mean, and, this and he is usually is a little more understanding because of the, the nature of my right. job that he of lets course. me look at a phone. He doesn't, let, he doesn't let anyone in his dojo look at a phone. And I'm like, I can't I can't be away from a phone for an hour and a half during oh a workout. God, no. I have no. to have my phone. You can't be and, away from your phone for a minute. Well, I, and 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 a part of him understands. But then yeah. he then he gets mad and takes it out on me. Well, that's good. That makes that's what makes you strong. Well, if you want me to get in trouble, just keep dinging me during my workout time. <laughs> Make sure I text Glenn. <laughs> Man, today he was he was in a foul mood today because the phone was was dinging all day, and it finally made but, me shut it off. And and then we started boxing, mm-hmm. and he's kicking the crap out of me. I'm like, he was trying to get you I to focus, to- which I get, I understand. But I mean, this is like what we're no, going no, through I, right now. I was now? focused when I was working out. I was not. I, I was not, that does not take my focus away. I go right back to my workout. Sure, but he. But was I mean, pissed, so him being pissed means he hits me that much harder. But it means you have to step away for a hot second, and of course, he does not like that. And I think for me, I really feel pretty strongly that. This has been something that has bound Americans together, just like inflation, just like the gas prices. I mean, when you start seeing people from the left of stature tweeting and texting and talking and saying, I'm sorry, but this just doesn't smell right. This is wrong. This is just a bridge too far. Unless you guys really You're not have seeing something that here. for many on the left. The left has gone so, so No, that's not true. We saw it wind. from Cuomo. We saw we there was a um there was a Cuomo one of the guys was smart though. Cuomo yeah. said 
that if they don't come out with an explanation of this mm-hmm. very quickly and a justification mm-hmm. for this, mm-hmm. he's he's smart enough. At, uh, you could say a lot of things about Andrew. He's playing Cuomo. both sides, no question. Well, you could, but he's not dumb. He really no. isn't. Of course um, not. He made a dumb decision. Uh, he made some dumb decisions, but he's really not dumb. Making and, dumb decisions does not mean and you're dumb. Politi- and he's, and he's a political it. animal. And 100%. he sees politically this is a disaster. And he's right. And, you know, if you read that Newsweek article, I, re- I referred to it earlier today, mm-hmm. and in the, they go into all of this detail how they really were trying very hard, you know, um, to to go in and, and, and not make this look like a big deal. And they, you know, literally they said the FBI decision makers in Miami and Washington thought denying the former president a photo op, meaning they did it when he wasn't there, or a platform for, to grandstand, which they're trying to stop and thwart, would lower the profile of the event. event. What, they weren't trying to lower the profile. They went in with their lights flashing, guns drawn, and and it was obvious what was going on. You'd have to be not an only idiot that, not to not figure observed, it out. Not observed, nobody in there, no witness. What are you doing? Went, well, the lawyers wanted to go in with them. The lawyers wanted more access to the actual warrant. You know, all they needed to do was issue a simple subpoena. And that would have mandated that if there's anything left, you turn it over. Well, my understanding is that's what they were supposed to do. That maybe there's a, you know, maybe somebody has flipped. Maybe somebody is giving information about a specific document. It's all speculation to me. Could it happen? Sure, it could happen. But isn't it the legal process that they should have subpoenaed what they wanted? And then if yes, there was obstruction that, yes, of that. that would have been the, the right. rightful constitutional legal way to do right. it. And that didn't happen because, you know, it's the Trump treatment and they don't care. And then everybody on the left is going, oh, I love watching the GOP fall apart. I'm like, are you guys kidding? I'm like, this has rallied Americans, independents, libertarians, because anybody who's about our privacy rights, anybody who's very suspect about the Patriot Act and all of these other things that we've been protesting and talked about many, many times, even with Congressman Sensenbrenner. You know, this is something that people feel very strongly about, regardless of what side of the aisle they're on. No doubt about it. All right, let's get to our busy phones. 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, Let's say hi to Steve is in Mississippi. Hey, Steve, how are you? Glad you called. How you doing, Sean? I'm good, sir. What's going on? Well, when I heard about the raid on Tucker Carlson a couple of nights ago, that's where I first got the news. By the way, I drive a truck for a living for Walmart from Texas to Florida. Right. And uh, I just got back from Houston. And when I pulled into the parking lot of Walmart in Walker, Louisiana, and turned my radio on, I could not believe it. And I was so livid. I couldn't go to sleep for several hours because... I know what they've been trying to do to that man for years, starting with the text between Strzok, Lisa Page, and on down the line. We don't have to go through it all, but they've been trying to lay the hammer on him all because he's just trying to do right for this country. I want someone to tell me one thing Donald Trump ever did to hurt America. One thing. And I can name over a 100 that he did to help this country, to help the working class, the men and women that's out here working that make this country move. He was in our corner. They the have done everything to break this man. They have, yeah. This is unprecedented. And maybe some people don't like his style. Okay, I can understand that. But coming from New York, for example, if, if I went to Mississippi, there probably would be people that might think I'm a little outspoken, a little loud, and a little brash. 
Um, but with that said, I'd lived long enough in the South that I, I've learned that there is a difference, and uh, I try to respect the the norms of, of people that I live with. And, you know, a, a lot of things that I learned that I loved in the South. I, yes, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, yes, no, sir. You know, I, those are things that I think every kid should be taught. Uh, when you grow up where I grew up, you know, uh, don't be an effing this and an effing that. I mean, unfortunately, is it's a little bit different upbringing. But I, I really have a respect for it. But forget the style. He made the country a better place. We didn't have open borders. We were energy dominant. We were energy independent. Uh, we had very low inflation at 1.4%. Today it's 8.5%. Um, we weren't, you know, everything is collapsing around us because of their radicalism. You know, we, we, we gave up so much. We, we don't have law and order because of their radicalism. Our school system is falling apart because of their radicalism. Embarrassment on the on the world stage is is at a point I've never seen in my lifetime. Every hostile actor, every hostile regime is taking advantage of us. And we are in danger as a country. This is what America with a weak, frail, cognitive mess of a president looks like uh and there was a poll by the way that came out on this today and it was it was actually pretty interesting the majority of the american people see what i've been telling you for day one this was in the washington examiner uh 60 of adults say they are concerned about joe biden's cognitive abilities issues and insights the tip survey said 39 percent of democrats are worried about his mental condition i mean oh I guess they could have said Hannity's right again, but, you know, why Why ever give me credit for ever being right? Anyway, my friend, I appreciate you uh, being with us. Thanks for the call. All right, question. Would you turn down a million dollars a year? Now, all you have to do is surrender your independence, abandon your principles to get the money. Uh, that would not be a good deal for anybody. You don't ever want to compromise your principles. Now, it's one that almost every American college and university does make, but there's one American college that is saying no, and that's our favorite college, Hillsdale College. Now, Hillsdale College refuses to accept one penny of taxpayer dollars, not even indirectly in the form of a student loan or grant. Now, by saying no to government money, Hillsdale remains genuinely independent, and that means completely free from any corrupting federal mandates. And more importantly, that means it's free to pursue their original 1844 mission to pursue truth and defend liberty. Hillsdale now has 1,500 undergraduate and graduate students on their main campus in Michigan and their satellite campus in Washington, D.C. In addition, over 3 million of us have enrolled in Hillsdale's free online courses. If you haven't tried it, you need to. And over 6 million American households, including mine, get their speech digest monthly called Imprimus. Now you can learn a lot more about Hillsdale's independence from government and their mission of defending liberty and their national outreach programs. Get on board, get your free copy of Imprimus, take their free courses, go to this website, seanforhillsdale.com. That's S-E-A-N-F-O-R hillsdale.com. That's seanforhillsdale.com. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Loaded up tonight, Peter Navarro. Now, he's being charged with a misdemeanor. So why wasn't his lawyer called? And why didn't they tell him, can you please report to this location at this time? Why did they make a big deal of his arrest for a misdemeanor with leg shackles and handcuffs? 
He'll tell us the story. We'll get the latest legal aspects from Jonathan Turley, Jim Jordan demanding that, in fact, Merrick Garland and Director Ray go before his committee on Friday, Stephen Miller. Now, the president's attorney, by the way, who was at Mar-a-Lago during the raid, will give us the inside scoop tonight. And the president's other attorney, Alina Haba, will join us and talk about what also went down with the AG in New York, Letitia James. All right, that's going to end things for us today. We'll see you tonight. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.